Welcome to the Reach for Your Stars podcast. I'm Natalia Masterman, certified personal trainer and wellness content creator. I was able to turn my life around for the better just by showing up for myself every day. I believe everyone has the power and the worthiness to create a life full of purpose and fulfillment. In this podcast, we talk about the infinite possibilities and benefits that come from taking ownership of your life. And because showing up for yourself looks a lot of different ways, we'll be covering quite a variety of topics like mental health, fitness, nutrition, career exploration, money management, travel, friendships, relationships, you name it. In the Reach for Your Stars podcast, I wish to empower you to take creative control of your life and to show you that doing something great for yourself is never a waste of time. All right, welcome. So I am talking about something kind of fun today. I mean, I I think it's fun. I'm talking about college. Um, I'm sharing my college experience and whether or not I recommend college. Spoiler, it's not really a yes or no answer, but I will talk about just what I think about college from both a personal development perspective and also from like a career building perspective. And then you you can just use your best judgment based off just where you're at in life and what your goals are. All right, so let's start from the beginning. Um, So when I was in high school, I was really passionate about music, which... Like, with the kind of music I wanted to pursue, I really didn't need to go to college. I mean, I think anybody in the music industry kind of knows that for most fields of music, college is not necessary, but I kind of wanted to go to college. My parents did not go to college, and so I felt no pressure from them to go whatsoever, so I didn't really grow up with that type of pressure, but I just kind of had a feeling like, you know, maybe I did want to go, but I I was really only interested in music, so I thought at the time, and so... I figured I would just try to find like a contemporary music program and there's a really good school in Boston called Berkeley College of Music and that was my dream school. I decided um, during my senior year that I would just try an audition. Like what did I have to lose? And there was both like an application and an audition process and they happened to have auditions in Seattle. So super convenient, not too far from where I was living. So I went and interviewed and Like basically like I sang and did a little bit of like sight singing and pitch matching and I had an interview and it went really well and I got in. And yeah, I got into some other colleges too. I'm not even going to list them because I mean, it was like 10 years ago. I don't remember all of them. But once I got into Berkeley, that was it. I did not want to go anywhere else. I was already picturing myself in Boston. Like that was my jam. Like that was what I was going to do. So um, the problem is that Berkeley was expensive, like at least 40000 a year. And my parents, who, again, were did not go to college, not very big on college, were kind of indifferent on me going to college. Like they just weren't very supportive or at least not, you know, of paying a ton of money for college. They figure like if you're gonna, you know, like if you're gonna go to college, you don't need to spend 40000 a year, which... Yeah, at the time, like, that was really hard for me to grasp. I now understand where they're coming from, but, like, back then, it's like, oh, my God, they, like, did not want me to go, and I, I was, I really wanted to go. I was like, like, I got in. I have to do this. So I tried making a deal with them that if I just deferred my admission and I took a year to save as much money as possible, like that, you know, then I would go, like I would have more time to prepare and we would try to make it work and they were open to it. So that's what I did. And then like when it was time to kind of take action and go a year later, 
they once again said, uh, yeah, no, we're not going to do this. Like, we're not going to help you with these loans. Like, you really can't do it on your own. Like, I had no credit established at 19 years old. And yeah, they, they pretty much put me in a position where I was SOL. And at 19, I thought it was the end of the world. But I ended up having a call with my aunt who, like, really actually made me feel better and put a lot of perspective. So ultimately, I let, you know, my dream of going to Berkeley go. And weirdly... I felt like I had almost outgrown music in a lot of ways anyways, so I was chasing this goal and not even really wanting it. Like, I wasn't, you know, trying anymore, and, like, I think I was just trying to fulfill this childhood promise, like, that I made to myself to sing for a living, but once I grew up, I realized that's not what I wanted anymore. Like, sometimes we can really enjoy something for a time, but that doesn't mean that we're meant to pursue it forever, and there's nothing wrong with that, so... Yeah, after that whole year, that whole Berkeley year and it just not working out, I decided it was time to just kind of get a job and figure things out. Um, I didn't go straight to school that year. I got a job at the Macy's Women's Shoe Department and I started dating my like my, you know, now ex-boyfriend and at that time I was open to the idea of going to college and he definitely nudged me in that direction and I figured, well, you know, I'm not going to be selling shoes forever. I should probably, you know, do something. And so I was like, I enrolled in a local community college and I went for a couple of years and I majored in psychology and I picked that major because it was just kind of the most appealing option that I had. And, you know, I wanted to go to college. So there I was. And because I was majoring in psychology, I thought that I would possibly maybe want to go on to graduate school. So therefore my GPA mattered, which means that for the first time ever, I had to actually try to get good grades. And that definitely worked. I mean, I kept my GPA above a 3.8 for my first two years, and I actually really liked school. I was learning a lot. I was like really enjoying the class discussions and the perspectives my classes offered and how inspiring and how interesting my professors were. Like I was finding it to be a really great use of my time. I decided to transfer to University of Washington after two years once I got my associate's degree. I chose the Tacoma campus because of the smaller class sizes and just way better opportunities in my major and plus it was closer to home. And I was very intimidated when I first started, but I mean, I quickly fell in love with UWT. Like the urban campus and the professors, the classes, like I was learning so much and quickly realized how much I enjoyed academia. I mean, I liked school. I was maintaining a 3.9 and I knew that to make myself competitive for graduate school, I would need to have like way more experiences under my belt. So I started some volunteer positions and I did a variety of things. So I volunteered on a mental health floor of a hospital, which was very interesting, but ultimately showed me that I'm just not really cut out to be like a therapist. I was an advocate for survivors of sexual assault. I did an after-school mentorship program at, at a middle school, and I was also an intern at a juvenile detention center, and that was a lot of fun. So I, I, had, I got to be involved in a lot of really cool experiences there, and I was also really involved in just my like psychology leadership organizations on campus. And most significantly, in my senior year, I obtained a very coveted research assistant pr- position with 
just the most amazing professor whose work I was so deeply passionate about. And because I was at the Tacoma campus and not the Seattle campus, like as an undergraduate, I was able to have really high quality experiences. I got to actually be part of hypothesis forming and yes, data collection, data analysis. And I got to present my research in three different states at different conferences. And that was really cool. I am so grateful for that experience. I decided that I had a lot of interest in pursuing research and academia, and I thought it would be so cool to be like a college professor one day. So for grad school, I was looking into clinical and counseling psychology programs. I graduated UWT with high honors, and I wrapped up my college experience with a study abroad program that I just loved, and it totally reignited my love of travel. And I decided to continue working on in my lab after um, after I graduated. I didn't go straight to grad school. A lot of people who are doing PhD programs usually take like one or two years in between to like work more on research and just kind of build up build up their CV. Not everyone, but a lot of people did, and that's definitely the route I took. My first round of applications were not so successful, and a couple reasons. I mean, I, I applied the same year as COVID, and when that was happening, and. Also, I just did not find the right match. So when you apply for a doctorate program, for for most programs, especially in psychology, you are applying more for a professor than the program. So you need to be the right fit for the person. And I just didn't find that, which is totally okay. Like, it is what it is. And during the pandemic, I kind of reassessed my interests and goals and realized that they weren't super relevant to psychology anymore, but were more specific to public health. And I really liked just the vast opportunities available within that field. Like I could have continued on with research in academia or I could have, you know, gotten a job in like a different, I, I don't know, just I had like different job opportunities that were interesting to me at the time. And so... I decided to apply to just public health programs in the fall of 2020 and and in kind of winter of spring of 2021 I re- received the decisions. I think I got like 9 or 10 acceptances. I got I got into pretty much every program I applied to. Um actually, I, I was waitlisted at UW, my my alma mater. Thanks thanks guys. Um and also there was another, I think it was Vanderbilt. Um I was going to interview, but I never did because I already got into my top choice, which was the Colorado School of Public Health at the University of Colorado Denver Medical Campus. I was like, yep, that's it. Yeah, I'm doing this. I even paid my enrollment fee. I was going to go. Classes were going to be virtual for like the first year, so I wasn't sure if I was going to move straight to Denver, but I definitely knew that that was what I was going to do. But then... But then I also got my personal training certification, which, I mean, was only meant to be a side hustle. And then once I got my job as a personal trainer, I realized why I was so stagnant in my grad school efforts. I didn't really want to go. I, I just didn't really think I had any other choice. Like, you know, I got so far, right? And I was surrounded by just this academic environment. I was in a really cool, like, research position. But then when I was realizing that I wasn't very self-motivated in that regard, and you kind of have to be for like an academic position, I mean, you're, you're working so much, like you need to really like what you're doing. And I realized that while I liked it, I didn't love it. And so just after a few months of personal training, I let go of grad school. I canceled my enrollment and I decided to pursue full time training and I have not looked back. I have absolutely zero regrets. So yeah, I I have a degree that I don't directly use. And with that in mind, I am going to talk about whether or not I think college is worth it. So being at a college for a few years, you know, a couple uh, attempts of 
you know, applying and getting into grad school, do I regret going to college? No, no, not, not, not even a little bit. I loved college. I, I made amazing friends. I, I learned a lot and I did gain a lot of perspective. And what college really did was just, it showed me that I'm capable of doing whatever I set my mind to. So yeah, college was really hard and it was very time consuming. Obviously it was four years of my life. And then, I mean, a couple other years to apply to grad school, but I, I thought it was really empowering and it was very rewarding. And could I have, and like, like, could I have had similar growing experiences without college? Of course, but college was part of my story. You know, that it is what it is. And I'm a first generation college student and I feel very fondly about my college experience overall. So with that said, do I recommend college? The answer is like, it totally depends on your situation. I mean, if you are wanting to enter a field where a degree is absolutely required, then yeah, obviously you do need to go to college and you probably don't need to worry about like the specific college. Like I've noticed that people like, especially like high school students who are trying to get into college, they really think that like where they go to school matters so much. I'm telling you with some exception, and I also realize that opportunities might be different and this could depend on your field, but as a general statement, most future employers don't really care if you went to a public versus a private school. They don't care if you start off at community college. Just where you go probably doesn't matter as much as you think. There's going to be exceptions, but in general, it's probably not going to matter. So that that's my opinion on that. And you probably don't have to obsess over your grades in college. But again, this is going to really just depend on your field and your particular goals, whether or not you're going to grad school, how competitive that is, just how heavily they weigh GPA. And for psychology and public health, your my GPA did matter. I think that me having like a 3.9 definitely pushed me above other applicants, especially for public health. Like, yeah, I will say that if you want to go to grad school eventually, having a 3.5 GPA, unless you're in like a STEM field, I think that they tend to see lower GPAs just with how rigorous their, um, like that curriculum is. But in general, if you're doing something like psychology or something related, a 3.5 or better is going to be like a comfortable bet for you. Like you're not going to really have to uh, struggle as much to, um, I guess, like plead your case. But Again, yeah, in general, though, you probably don't need to completely obsess over your grades. Just really do your best if you want to go on to grad school. But, you know, if you are, you know, not even thinking about grad school and you're not even really sure what to do and you don't really know if college is for you, like, you know, okay, like if, if, if you're not really sure what you want to do or like if what you're interested in doesn't require a college degree, I think whether or not you go totally depends. Like, if you don't want to spend the money or take the time, then don't. Again, college is not the end-all be-all. It is perfectly okay to go straight to work, to learn in other ways. Like, college is not something that you have to do. But if you are able to afford it, like, you just want a college experience, it's something that you genuinely are interested in, and you don't feel pressured by the world, then, I mean, go for it. I, I loved college. I thought it was really fun. Of course, my experience really wasn't super traditional. I mean, I started off at community college. I never lived on campus, but I really liked the experience. I really did learn so much. It really opened up my horizons. It just kind of like, it really brought a lot of perspective. It's helped me to really stay open-minded and to just be very like, I don't know, like it taught me how to think critically. It's taught me how to 
you know, realize that there's a lot more to this world than my own stream of consciousness. I think it's definitely given me a lot of perspective and it's definitely just made me, if anything, willing to listen. And I'm really grateful for my college experience for that. I've really learned so much and I've met such amazing people. And so I really, I really loved college. So, so yeah, I mean, that is my two cents. So of course, do what is right for you. It is perfectly okay to start school and realize it's not for you and then, you know, not finish. It's okay to go back later. It's okay to start when you're 30. Remember, you are on your own unique journey, so do whatever is in alignment with you. Don't go to college just because you feel pressured by your peers because, let me tell you, if you are, like, kind of around the high school age, um, (laughs) I'm going to tell you now, a lot of people who are, like, starting college and feel like they have it all figured out, a good percentage of them like just that path is not going to end up working out for them. And I'm, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm not being judgmental. I'm just saying that they might go for a year or two and realize that they hated like the school that they end up going to. That happens a lot. I meet a lot of, I, I know a lot of people who, you know, got into their dream school and after a year or two, they're miserable. Like, like they wish that they had chosen a different school or they hate their major or whatever it is. Or then there's some people who, you know, maybe don't get into their first choice, but they go into their backup option and they love that. And they end up like loving just that school. And they're so grateful that that's how life worked out for them. Or there's some people who take time off, go back later and then thrive. Or I also know people who get their master's degree, um, enter their field and realize "Eh, this isn't really for me. So again, like, just remember you are on your own unique journey. You are on your own timeline don't do something just because you feel pressured by the world. I assure you, like you are good enough just as you are and you should pursue whatever you want to pursue and you should do what makes you happy first and foremost. So yes, that is my experience and how I feel about college. Again, it is a very personal decision. There is no right or wrong answer. I don't feel too strongly either way. Just because I don't, you know, directly use my degree doesn't mean I think it was a waste of time. It it served me at the time and it got me, you know, to where I am now. I just outgrew certain career paths and that is okay. Like, and if you can relate to that, you are not a failure. Like, you know, life just is what it is and the only constant is that things change and Sometimes we set certain intentions and realize that things aren't serving us anymore. There's nothing wrong with that. So with that, I am going to sign off for the week. If you liked this episode, please make sure to give it a rating and review. It really helps us a lot. I hope that you found just my story about college and my thoughts helpful if you are on the fence about going to college, leaving college, um, going, you know, going back to college, whatever your situation is, just I hope that this gave you some perspective and remember that this is ultimately your decision and then there's no right or wrong answer. All right. I hope you have a really wonderful week. Thank you again for tuning in. Take care.